Hello and welcome to Twin Flame Transformation. My name is Michelle and I will be your host and guide. On today's episode, I want to talk about the balance of opposites and how this ultimately leads to union. So as you know, when you became activated by your twin flame, you experienced something unlike anything you've ever experienced before, right? I know this looks differently for everyone, but but across the board, everyone will say that it's like an activation, right? It's a, a greater high than anything imaginable, right? Otherworldly, a kundalini awakening, a wake-up call, awakening up spiritually, um, breaking open of the heart, uh, uh, feelings never felt, right? Love beyond anything imaginable. And so a couple of things happen. One, and you've heard me say this before if you listen to my podcast, is that what happens next is anything that is not love will come rushing to the surface, right? So what happens after experiencing this divine connection is quite often there's a separation period from your twin flame as well as obstacles that are keeping you from being together. And during this separation period, uh, we often experience the lowest of lows, right? So the highest of highs has now been replaced by the lowest of lows. And this is what, and this is, what is being called of us is to balance these opposites. Because of the law of polarity, unfortunately, this is inevitable, right? As, as uh, Isaac Newton said, Sir Isaac Newton, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction, right? So the law of polarity states that everything has an opposite pole, up and down, dark and light, positive and negative, masculine and feminine, high and low. And harmony happens when the opposites are balanced. So the yin-yang symbol is a great example of the balance of opposites. That symbol is a symbol of harmony, right? Both masculine and feminine exist in harmony. One is not greater than the other. So how do we, how do we get there from going from the highest of highs to the lowest of lows. Well, the good news is that the separation period and experiencing the lows of not being with your twin flame have the potential to take you on your greatest healing journey, right? And, and as you heal, as we heal, I say this collectively, as we heal, we balance out the polarities. The extreme lows become less and less, and therefore the intense desire for our twin flame lessens. And I know I've experienced this. It is absolutely true. The more I would heal and the more I would turn that self-love on myself, the less I have that obsessive need, desire, pull, anything for my twin flame. And I don't feel that separation, right? Because I can start to find balance and I can start to find harmony. So that duality is replaced by unconditional love and union. Because in union and in love, polarities don't exist, right? Harmony is the feeling of unconditional love. And unconditional love is what the twin flame dynamic is asking of you. Now, I mean, conceptually, we all know what unconditional love is. And we actually all do know on a level what it is because we are unconditional love at our very essence without all the 3D programming, conditioning, and DNA stuff flowing through us. We are beings of unconditional love. So we do know it and we have access to it, right? And that is what is being wanted, asked of us and wanted of us, especially from our twin flame. So what you really want ultimately, <laughs> and this, this may be hard to hear, I remember resisting this when I heard this, is, is wanting to be in the present moment because love only exists in the present moment. Love doesn't exist 
in the future, right? Love is present. Love is here. Love is now. Love is not in the past. The past is a memory, right? Love is not in the future. That's a projection. Love is here and now. And in this moment of now, when we're absolutely in this moment of now, we have access to all other timelines. We have all access to past lives. We have access to everything, right? We have access to union, but only in the present moment. So what you are wanting is this present moment over and over again, because you had that, this great feelings of intensity and love with your twin flame. And what you really want is to live that moment over and over and over again and have it all the time and have them with you all the time. But what you're really wanting is to be in the present moment with love all the time. And you may argue that, but my twin flame isn't here in this moment, right? And I would say, yeah, but your twin flame can't find you if you're not in the present moment. And the only way union can happen is to be in the present moment. And I know that one of our challenges is, is that the present moment is not as fun as the pursuit of love, right? The drama, there's drama in this pursuit, right? This unknown, this chase, this, it can be intoxicating. In fact, there are studies that say the dopamine we get from, from a heartbreak, almost, it's almost like the same rush we get from love. They're just on different ends of the, of the feeling spectrum, right? One is a high, one is a low, but it's that same rush. So it can be very intoxicating. So that's what you're actually looking for is those feelings, right? Of stimulation, of love, of, of that deep knowing, that deep connection, right? Right? You met your twin flame and that gave you a high, so high that you just want to do everything you can to get that back. But the reason that was so high, and this may also be hard to hear, and it took me a long time to understand this concept. The reason that high was so high is because your opposite, the low, is so low. Does that make sense? You can't have one without the other. So the highest high that you have with the twin flame, that lowest low exists. And I know for me, I had to go really, really, really low. I had a lot of deep, deep healing to do. So my high was super, super high, right? And I wanted that back. And as I started to do my healing work, and what that healing work is, is healing your inner child, healing those false conditioning and programmings uh, around love that we've learned, right? My lows became less and less, right? They were less and less. And then my highs were less and less. My high toward wanting that need for that high, that hit, that hit of love from him becomes less and less. And it balances out. And then I don't have that obsession or that need or that desire. And then I actually have access to him. And I have access to his higher self, which is always here. Your twin flame's higher self is always with you and always ready and always in union. So it doesn't mean the love becomes less. It means that the love isn't an addiction. It's not something you have to have. It's not something that consumes your days and nights and thoughts. Because that, as hard as it can be to hear, is not love. Right? Love is love is and healing is loving all those parts of yourself not getting rid of them right we don't want to get rid of parts of ourselves we want to accept them we live through them they're part of us and as we accept them they heal and then you come into harmony with yourself so as you heal you become into harmony with all those parts of you that were either pushed down or put in the shadows or that you were unaware of, all those parts of you that didn't get the love they needed, you start to fill them up 
And then you become in harmony with yourself and you no longer need to search outside of yourself for that love. And then you have access to your twin flame and you realize that they are a part of you and they are no longer separate from you. Your twin flame activates you so that you can see where the healing is and where the healing is needed, right? So the pull with them can be all-consuming, but that pull is also what leads you to your greatest healing. So believe it or not, this is really what your soul wanted to experience, right? Your soul wants to heal these parts of you, right? And these lows become less and less, and joy and happiness replace any angst or longing or separation or unhappiness from your twin flame. And you discover what love is on a deeper level. I remember the first time I really felt that unconditional love with my twin flame. It was scary. And I mean scary because I had nothing to hold on to. I couldn't hold on to uh, excuses or reasons or games or, and not that, not that um, consciously I wanted to, but that's the conditioning around love that makes us feel safe, right? Unconditional love is pure vulnerability, pure openness, pure letting go, pure trusting. And there's nothing to hold on to. You can't hold, love isn't holding on to something that, to protect us. Love is really being so open. And I remember being at one hand, on one hand, like absolutely thrilled with this feeling that I had never experienced on this level. It was, if I had to describe it as a color, it was like this pink floaty cloud of bliss. And on the other hand, terrified because I couldn't get my footing. And I felt so um, afraid to just be in this place. I mean, it's even hard to explain. And and it took time to come back to it again, come back to it again, go slowly. So what came up was all those parts of me that needed healing, those parts of me that still had conditioning around love. So all it does is show you, it's a great pointer, just shows you where the work is. I mean, it could be painful and scary to live in the present moment because in the present moment, if you haven't done your healing work, we have to be pre- you have to be present with your pain, right? We have to be present with our losses and the parts of us that so desperately wanted and needed our love. So it's often easier to fantasize about the future and put all that energy onto our twin flame rather than looking within at ourselves and being present, right? Our minds have this great ability to live in the past, uh, ruminate about the past, and imagine our future, right? The hardest thing for our minds to do is to stay present and to be without thoughts. And yet our bodies, however, only live in the present moment right? Our heart beats only in the here and now. Our blood can only flow in the now, right? Our bodies, although they hold the energy of the past, they function in the present moment. And that's why it's imperative to be in the present moment because that's when you're in union with your body, right? So the more the past is healed and accepted and loved, the easier it is to live in the present moment. And the more your past is healed and less... um, and accepted and loved, there's less desire to escape to the future. And this is when the tension of opposites happens, right? The opposites balance out. And this moment where they balance out is the present moment. And this is where source divine energy lives and love lives. And so union can only happen in the present moment through the heart, not through the head. So 
hope that helps. Um, again, I know for me, it took me a while to like, I got it conceptually, but to live, it's a whole nother thing because we are living in these <clears throat> human bodies with all this stuff around us. Um, and so the best way to do this is to tune in, go slow. You know, understanding this is a great first step. And then seeing what wants your attention, seeing what is brought to the surface. Um, reach out for a one-on-one. -on -one. We can do this work. Um, you know, this is not a, usually not a one-time situation. Oftentimes one session's great for people. They get what they need, but for most it's ongoing work and it takes time and that looks differently for everyone. So only you know your path to union. And that's the great thing is you hold that key and you have that key and that is within you. And drop into your heart, drop into your body and drop into the present moment. That's where the answers live. That's where your twin flame lives and that's where union lives. I am sending you so much love in this present moment, in this present moment and in this present moment. <laughs> Namaste.